Hey everyone, welcome back to Honesty Hour. This is our fourth podcast. In today's episode, we're going to discuss how she began to pursue her interest in clinical psychology, also um, USC student mental health, um, and then she'll also be kind of giving us an insight into the types of services provided by um, the counseling services at USC. Uh, so please welcome Dr. Agonifer. When I was going to college, counseling was just not talked about at all. Uh, I was going through some even personally challenging experiences and no one talked to me about going to the counseling center. Uh, I didn't even know where it was. And so th- that was another piece that made me realize that there's just lack of awareness. I'm sure there's definitely stigma, but um, it wasn't something that you know was openly discussed back then as it is now. Honestly, UT Austin really opened up my eyes even when I was in high school. Uh, so I was in, on the AP track and so I was always in classes where it would be like 12 or 13 students. And again, I would be you know, one of two or three black students in the class. And I never fully understood why that was. I just thought, uh, you know, I'm gifted and I'm special, but it was in college that I was actually able to understand the historical context of Texas what it represents, and then also the treatment of people of color. Um, and so it was interesting because I think maybe living there, some things were just pretty much normalized. You weren't surprised when someone's rude or racist. Uh, coming to California was actually more of a culture shock for me because I felt like uh, it's a diverse space. You know, people should sort of be aware and they should be kind and nice. But actually, there's a lot of implicit and explicit racism uh, and bias that takes place here as well. I think in the South, you you see it very easily, going back to your point of like, there may be some Confederate statues. Or I remember when I was in college, um, a student group hosted like a bake sale. uh, And and you can literally Google this and you'll find it. Uh, And on their cardboard for the advertisement, they put like, uh, they had cookies and baked goods, of course, on the table, like. You pay $1 for white, 75 cents for Asian, uh, 50 cent for um, uh, Latinx, and 25 cents for black. Like this was their cardboard that was right in front of the big cell. And this was around the political season. And so having to pass by that table, you know, walking to class, it was just things that you, it, it, it shocked you. But at the same time, something about it was just like, this is anyways, right? Um, so we were sort of, we grew up in that environment. And even in college, I actually minored in Afri- African-American studies because I felt like I just needed to know more, especially as a person who was born overseas and, and you know, partly lived in the in Texas. Um, that was the moment there. I felt like I'm not quite understanding why these things are playing out and why it's allowed. Um, and so again, um, those were just experiences that trem- tremendously shaped who, who I became and the work that I do today. Yeah. So the journey looks a little different for everyone, but what I would say is know your why. I say this over and over again. I currently actually teach a course to marriage and family therapy students. And my message to anybody who's interested in, in the mental health field is know your why, because it's as you can imagine, it's not easy doing this work, right? And sometimes some people want to get into it because they feel like they're they're good at helping people or listening to people, sort of like my case. Uh, other people get into it because they they've learned to overcome something challenging. They've learned to have something to offer. But most importantly, 
this is a lifelong work and commitment. Um, and so knowing your why is important because there are seasons where you just get really tired. Right? You go through compassion fatigue and things like that. So by knowing why you're doing it, I think you're able to sustain yourself. Uh, the other piece I like to talk about is do your research. Um, recently, I've actually had a few mentees reach out. I attend mentor students at various stages of their education, uh, whether they're in undergrad or grad school. And so uh, they'll reach out to me asking, like, what, what made you decide a clinical psych over counseling psych or a different kind of psychology? Um, so I talk to them about my process. So do your research about the, the different types of psychology careers that you, know, you want to do and what to expect from that. And the other piece, again, is have mentors. Um, I've had mentors all throughout you know, high school, college, even now I have mentors. Uh, they're your people to kind of check in with and bounce ideas back and forth so that you have some guidance on that.